Pushing Back Chaos with Mel and Mike and Raph. Welcome back to another episode of Pushing Back Chaos with me, Paul Mellon McFadden. How are you all doing out there? Thanks for checking in. We always appreciate your time. We know it's a precious commodity and, uh, you know, we hope we can add some value. Here I am with my boys. How are you going there, Tia? Oh, I'm good, mate. How are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. Feels like it's been a hot I know. Mate, miss one week with you guys and no shit it feels like. Man, I'm busting for a chat, you know. Hey, how about you, Mike? How you doing, buddy? Uh, pretty good, Melon. It's funny that you're like introducing the show and you're like, with me? Welcome to Pushing Back Chaos yeah. with me. And it's like, it's nice of you to fucking show up. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, hey, hey, welcome to Raph and Mike. And then, oh yeah, Melon showed up today. Yeah, we're, you know, he's a commodity. You know, he's rare. He's just like time, you know, just keeps on passing by. There you go. There you go. And, and uh, Mark, we've got a, a special guest of yours joining us today. Yeah, yeah. So we we talked about it at the end of our episode last week, and you know some really good stuff that's coming up. And uh, my buddy Jeff that I met last year is uh, is is joining us this week to talk about some cool stuff, man. It's a, and it's a great topic. Uh, it's things we always talk about. And uh, anyways, I'll introduce Jeff real quick, and I'll kind of get into the story. So everybody, this is uh, Jeff Skinner, uh, former Marine. Met him last year. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thanks, fellas. Great, great to be here, man. It's uh, good to see all you guys from all over the all over the, the globe on this uh, this adventure here. Yeah, 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 we've added one extra stop. We've one added one extra stop on the globe, right? So we've got Saudi, East Coast, West Coast, and now uh, Texas. Is that right, Jeff? That's right, man. Straight from the Lone Star State here, east to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> He's a proud. We were just saying uh, before we started. Sh- Shout out to my my younger brother Hugh, the gorilla. He spent a couple of uh, years in work, years and years ago now, uh, when he was he was out there working. He had a great time. He loved it. And Texas is a great state, but you know it's the 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 concern that us you know native Texans have is all these jackholes moving here to the state. Man, I mean it's just they're coming in droves, and it's like every time you go somewhere, it's a it's a different license plate, it's a different political sticker, it's it's whatever, but um, you know, you kind of just look around and you're starting to see a lot of noise kind of generated in the area. And it's really the way I look at it and the way my buddies and I kind of kind of gather ourselves is what noise do you want to put yourself into? You know, what noise are you listening to on a daily basis that sways your judgment? You know, because every bumper sticker is is speaking a message, every license plate's telling a story. But at the end of the day, man, forgotten country, that's what we're about. Yeah. No, we get that, dude. Um, Mellon drives around on the back of his car and he's got a giant sticker on his thing. It says, uh, see you next Tuesday <laughs> in big, bold nice. letters. Just just to let the other drivers know that hey, I'm on the road and get the hell out of the way. <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> we're, don't the worry. The funny we're, thing is, it's, you know, we're not it's about that noise. <laughs> the worst kind of uh, out-of-town visitors to... Texas are the Australians, man. You got to get like a hose, hose them off your lawn. Don't let them stop. No, man. I don't see too many of y'all over here. So, I mean, when when y'all start coming this way, we might have to bust up in the gun safes and figure out who's really coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, you don't have. To I always think that I always thought that Texas was. I thought that Texas was like the Australia or the US. You know, like you got animals that'll kill you and a lot of open space and. 
whatnot. Everyone loves a beer. Yeah, man, that's that's a good thing, man. Is uh, Texas still does have quite a bit of you know open land. I mean, you you know, you drive from El Paso to Dallas, and that's twelve hours, man. And you're still basically only three quarters of the way through Texas. So yeah, I would say it's very similar to Australia. Australia's massive, man. I've been there three times, and I've only seen the tip of the iceberg of each little city. So. But, you know, there's still a lot of land out here. There's still a lot of great people. And like I said, man, it's just a matter of who you associate yourself with. Me, the older I get, the more focused I become, the smaller my target gets. You know, my, my I'm telling you, man, like I, I have, I have never been so, I would say alone, but I'm not alone. But I, I have never been so focused to where all of the bullshit and the noise around me means nothing to me except for that in which my target's focused on. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It's pretty funny. We've had this as like a recurring theme with some of our uh, guests and conversations we've had. It's come up, I know, with uh, Rico in the Heart of Darkness episode. It was a, an EOD specialist who had served with uh, Mike over in the Middle East. And he was really big on, like, it's the older he gets, the harder it is to get a ticket in to his circle and the easier it is to get your pass revoked. Yeah. That's like... Yeah. Who are my people, you know, and you can really invest in those relationships where there's a return to you and you don't need to have that negativity in your life from those people who are just draining you, you know, those zombies. Yeah, you never realize until you get rid of all that bullshit how much of an effect it has on your life in general, you know, your outlook, um, how you do your day-to-day, how you set your goals. I mean, you know, I read something the other day that was, it was pretty heavy, man. It hit me and it said, it only takes five minutes to start back again. And I thought, man, that's, that's a powerful statement because if you think about it, it only takes five minutes to get your ass up a little bit earlier, right? It only takes five minutes to start your gym workout again. It only takes five minutes to write your goals down, right? So five minutes could change your life in your life if you use it right. So like you said, time is the most precious commodity. And if there's one thing that I wish I would have learned many years ago, is how important and how valuable my time was because I would have used it way more, way better, you know, growing up in the twenties. So I like that Jeff brought up the whole thing about time and and learning these lessons. And it's actually where uh, I I learned a really, really good lesson uh, from an older veteran. And I also met Jeff. So last year uh, we went up to uh, Arlington National Cemetery with uh, Patrick Sowers and Operation Once a Lifetime. And uh, it's basically like a closure trip. So uh, all kind of active duty and veterans all met up there. I think there was what, Jeff, like maybe like 30, 35 of us. It's pretty good. good Yeah, it's a pretty good group, all different branches. And um, we all met up at Arlington and spent the weekend there, got to know everybody. I got to know Jeff and, uh, you know, and then... it's it's always fun to poke fun of each other. Like for the non-military listeners, it's, you know, you hear us start out the episodes and we just grill each other, but that's just how the military is. Um, but I tell you, when we got to Arlington and you're walking around on those, on that ground, it's, 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 uh, it's emotional it's and uh, yeah, hollow ground. And some of the stories that you feel like you have to whisper to one another uh, you get to share a whole nother level that uh, I, I won't even take the time to try to describe it. It's just a feeling, but um, you know, we were all able to share some stories about some teammates and and uh, friends that are all buried there. And uh, I got to know Jeff and hear a little bit about, you know, his background. And then uh, we've been friends uh, and follow each other on social media and 
occasionally text and he, he's put out these like awesome posts like all the day like dominate the day uh is is his like you know his his phrase and i wake up and i read it and you know i try to be proactive about my day and how i start it and everything but then i read his and i'm like yeah dude there's another guy there's another guy getting after it today you know and i know raff and melon are the same uh and i was just like yeah i think it's a great idea to have you know him come on and uh you know, share his little bit of background, his insight, his journey, because all of our journeys are, are different. But I think when you hear him, when you hear other guests that we've had on on the same path, the character, the value, the direction, the targets that he's referring to are all pretty similar. So uh, anyways, this little background on it and uh, just the, the story that you brought up, Jeff, about time is uh, I don't know if you remember the one older guy from Korea and he was there with his dad. And uh, I shared my whole life story with him on the bus before we got off at uh, the National Mall. And uh, Sunday morning before we all left the hotel, you know, he comes down to me and he's like, he made it a point to find me. And he goes, hey, I just want to tell you, man. He's like, I think God really, really loves you. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, and you hear that. And you're like, what do you mean? You know, what, what's that? Mean? And uh, and he goes, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he's like, God has given you so many hard things in your life already, uh, because he wants you to learn the lesson. So the rest of your life is that much better. He's like, that it's all been a gift. And he's like, you're learning things at 30, 34 that I'm just learning at 94. And I was like, wow, that's perspective right there, man. That's some gold. That's some knowledge. And, uh, so I walked away from that trip with a whole new perspective on life and a bunch of new friends so anyways yeah man you know I, I i came back from that trip and it took me a week man to really kind of unpack the feelings and really unpack you know what kind of impact that had on me i mean since i've been a kid that iwo jima statue for one right it's been some it's just it, it's all inspiring to me and i finally got to stand there and then as you walk through arlington you know, not, it's, just, it's not just the impact of our friends that are there, right? But if you go through and look, there's a history that's laid out in that land as you just keep going over hill and going over hill and going over hill for all the sacrifice. And I mean, you could do a whole whole story. I mean, you could do a whole segment based off of your experiences there. But I agree with you, man. I came back and I had already been on a path of life-changing um, self-assessment, I guess is the way I would put it, right? Like I stopped worrying about everything around me and started worrying about me, you know what I mean? And, and started saying, what can I do to be a better man today, tomorrow for my business, for my family, for my son, for my community. And dude, it took me like a week, man, to really unpack all that shit in, in my head. And it was life-changing for me too. So I think that was, a. I think, you know, when you say God has a plan for all of us, man, I think I was where my feet were at that trip. And I came back and was really able to kind of springboard into the things that have already started changing within myself to be a better person. It was an amazing trip. I can't wait to go back next year. I'm going to take my son with me. Yeah. I was lucky enough to visit Arlington with uh, Mark as well in July last year. And I had all those feelings as well, man, you know, like it's, it's, not, you know, I'm not an American, but Australia and the US have shared and spilled blood together, I think, in every major conflict. Absolutely. And we stand we stand united, you know, liberal democracies together. And that was a very, very moving place. 
those rolling hills and the trees. I had no idea what it would be like to be there. It sort of wasn't what my imagination was. And uh, privileged enough to see the changing of the guard at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a moving place. Like that, There are times in your life when you should take stock and you should sit and think and reflect. And um, I think that, that those sorts of places are the places that bring it most to those of us who've got some combat experience, maybe. Wow. Yeah, Raph was starting to say something. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I don't want to cut off that see you next Tuesday. Um, so I just want to throw back to what Jeff just said about Iwo Jima. Uh, just shout out to John Bradley. He was a Navy corpsman raising that flag with, with his Marines there. Yeah, right. That's like the first thing you learn as soon as you go through corpsman school is you hear about John Bradley. So I think he ended up getting like a Navy cross or something for other stuff he was doing on the battlefield. Dude's yeah. a savage. But back, more importantly, back to what you were saying, Jeff. You know, it, it, we've talked about this on several episodes, how, um, you know, our, it's really the mindset shift that changes how you see things, right? You, you'll perceive something as punishment, maybe in your early 20s, you know, like whatever it is. And then the older you get, you start to gain wisdom. You start to realize that it's actually almost like a blessing or it's, you know, the challenges aren't antagonists anymore. They're actually like motivation to conquer, to like keep moving forward. And it's, I just realized over time that, like you said, that five minute window, it really is just that opportunity to like change your mind because it, instead of saying, Oh, this is a punishment or this is whatever you start to see that as a reward, like, Hey man, I'll take that fucking challenge and I will, you know, double down and I will do whatever. Um, but it's really just that it's that mindset shift. And I, and I like that you talked about that five minute window because I never really framed it that way. You know, that, uh, the power of five minutes. Yeah, man, it changed that mindset. When I read it too, man, it was the same thing because I took a stock. Like, I love the way that Mellon said, you know, there's points in your life where you take stock. Um, But I I stopped, you know, and, you know, I I write my goals down, like this board you see behind me, one, one, five, three, or one, three, five, 10 year goals. Me and my wife do it. I do it for my business. I'm starting to teach my son who's 16, a junior in high school, the power of goals, you know, and I, I sat down the other night, which is kind of, segue into our topic here on the on the the power words of how we felt last year versus this year you know and how we're going to be better this year than we were last year so I wrote mine down and kind of sat here for about 10 minutes I shared them with my wife and she's like okay you're kind of crazy but that's you know it's who you are (laughs) she follows me she follows me through the chaos and the mud of this whole owner business ownership thing so I immediately went into my son's room man and I said hey how did you feel last year how do you feel right now and I think the you know, a lot of people talk about taking things back, taking your time back, taking the country back, taking blah, 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 whatever, right? I'm a firm believer that the youth is where we get the, the patriotism back in this country. The, the youth is where we get the leadership back in this country. So I spend a lot of time um, undercover. I don't go out and, you know, post all kinds of social media stuff about look at me helping everybody, blah, blah, blah. But I spend a significant chunk of time doing youth leadership, like mentorship programs for youth, because I feel like there's a there's a place in time where if we don't invest into the youth, we're going to lose everything that this country has been built upon. So these words are powerful that we're about to go over. And I hope that they help somebody that listens to this podcast. Damn, I mean, <laughs> well, welcome, welcome the fourth musketeer to the show, man. He just, he just crushed it. You know, I was going to introduce the topic and Jeff just killed it. So, uh, no great points though, dude. Um, it really makes you think, and it pops up in my head of, 
you know, we're always seeing people trying to compare each other. And it's just like, no, don't worry about comparing yourself to other people because you don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know where they've been, how far they've come, the work they put in. It's just a, a, an instant flash uh, of their life in a moment of whatever you think it is, right? That's not where your focus yeah. needs to be. The focus needs to be on you and comparing yourself, not to other people, but to who you were yesterday, who you were last year, and how right. to become a better version from that. That's where your energy and your focus needs to go. Yeah, I heard you say something on, uh, I think it was one of you, I was listening to one of y'all's podcasts the other day, and you, you had said, I'd like to know the perspective from a business owner's standpoint on, there was a topic you guys were talking about, and I, I think it was the personal development one. I think it was 26 that I was listening to the other day. Um, I think everyone's walk of life is much different. Like you said, it's just a flash. Like what is social media? That's the fucking highlight reel of everybody's life. Right. But behind the scenes, you don't see all the bullshit that's going on every single day. Um, you know, competition as a business owner, you have competition quote unquote in your market share. Right. I don't, I don't believe in it. I don't think, I have any competition with any other business that's around. I think the competition that I have is with my damn self every single day. So when you start comparing yourself to other people, all you're doing is you're comparing it to a highlight reel. You, I mean, you nailed it right there, man, because social media is such a bunch of bullshit nowadays. That's why when you go and if you scroll my social media, man, three years ago, you'll probably find some shit where it was, woe is me or this shit sucks or what's going on with the world. About a year and a half ago, Man, I had a total, like Raph said, total mindset change, man. And I believe that's where things start clicking, right? That's where things start putting themselves together is not the physical changes. You can get strong. You can move more weights. I mean, you know, Melon over there squatting 10 kilos. That's pretty heavy shit, you know, but <laughs> it's the mindset, man. And I love that, that you said that, Raph. You, you had said, you, you wanted to speak up, man. Go ahead, brother. Well, well I, I was actually just going to add to what you were saying earlier about, um, you know, focusing on, on the generations behind us, because I think that's, yeah. what's going to, I mean, not to get dive into the, the politics of it, but we know that right now the country's kind of in a, like a, in a real division. And I'd say almost a fight for its soul, right? Like what we've always seen the United States as to what a certain demographic is trying to change it to. Um, but it's interesting that you just said what you said, because um, when I was waking up this morning, I was just kind of listening to background noise and there's a guy named Patrick uh, Bet David. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He owns Value Tainment. I think he's Armenian. He's a migrant to the United States, served in the army, kind of self-made guy. He's got a couple of books he's out on the uh, Wall Street Journal. Real, I mean, I just, I really like watching his podcast because he has some really great um, people on there. I think he's been on the Joe Rogan podcast too, but he was, it's funny. He just said, he's like, you know, if you're not, uh, if you're, if you don't have the resources to put your kids in a private school, He's like, you should really consider putting them in going to church with them. He's like, and it's not even for the religious aspect of it. It's actually to give them the basic principles of like the values that come with that kind of conservative ideology. He's like, again, I'm not promoting the God part. He's like, what I'm promoting is that structure and that conservative kind of foundation. He's like, because kids need it now more than ever. He's like, it's Absolutely. life is so chaotic, you know, like within 10 years old, you're exposed to more pornography than, than we were as, as young men. I mean, you've got yeah, the standards for what's allowed in, in, in our society or see a bedrock to kind of, you know, to kind of um, find that base and that platform. He's like, so anyways, but his whole thing is like, look, if you can't afford a private school, because that's really where you're going to get your best education now, 
which is unfortunate because a lot of people can't. He's like, honestly, I would really consider going to a church so they can get that just foundation, that that community, that sense of community, that sense of like belonging, that sense of something is bigger than myself. It's not about just me making TikTok videos, showing my ass with a Pomeranian puppy. Like it's just, and I was like, man, that's that's pretty brilliant. I mean, you guys should check him out. He's, he's a very, very, very smart. And again, he's self-made, multi, multi-millionaire. Um, you know, I don't know how many times over, but he's but he's always putting great content out. Yeah, this is this, this is a great segue, like right into the topic that we're doing, you know, like we're talking about influencing the youth. And I think that's a another big point that we do this, this podcast and have these type of discussions. But you can't influence the youth if you can't fix yourself and love yourself and, and understand yourself and what your role is. Like, it doesn't make sense that like, you're this piece of shit. And then you're going to turn around and tell a young and, you know, impressionable 14, 15 year old, Hey, yeah, this is how you're supposed to live life. And then you're going out drinking, getting drunk, doing dumb shit, not caring about anybody else. And you're just like this wild rogue. And it's just like, what kind of example is that? Like, you're not even putting in the work. So why is that kid going to put in the work? You know what I mean? It, it doesn't match up. So uh, I think this topic is amazing. Yeah, it, th this topic is a great example. And basically what you're about to listen to uh, is we've all took some notes and, and wrote down some power words from where we were a year ago at this time. And then we're going to move on to where we're at currently and some new power words and how we got there and why. And I think it's a great assessment on, you know, looking at, you know, what we talked about, looking at your circle, looking at your your actions, your, your, your work ethic, you know, your whole self being as a, as a person and not just as yeah. men, but you know, as, as women too, like whoever's listening to this, we can all do it. And, uh, it's humanity being a better human, man. That's it. Right. That's yeah. something that everybody shares on this earth, you know, is everybody's a human being <laughs> like it, we're all connected when it comes to that, there's no bullshitting it. So, yeah. Um, well, Hey, let's, uh, let, let's kick it off. So let's go with, uh, we'll start off with Jeff and, you know, just talk about, you know, Hey, a year ago, maybe some, some words that popped out to you and then kind of like yeah. where you're at now, man. So I'll kind of do a, a then and now that way, cause I see we're at the half hour mark anyway. So I, I'll just do a real quick assessment of then and now. So in 2021, I was frustrated and concerned as a small business owner. I had, uh, been, well, I'm in business now. This I'm going into year six, and building a business is tough. Building a brand that's reputable and trustworthy is almost impossible, right? As a small business owner, but you do that through integrity. You do that through, um, you know, doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. You know, just being a good human, like we talked about. But last year at this time, I had one of my technicians who had been with me the longest quit. Just randomly, boom, I'm done. Well, business was ramping up to a point where I was looking to hire more people at the time. So I took had to take a step back. So I was frustrated. I was concerned. I was also excited. I was overwhelmed. And I was really unsure what the hell was, what the next step was, right? Putting my faith in things of greater power than myself, doing the work every single day, focusing on gratitude. Here I am in 2022, more grateful than I've ever been in my life. I wake up every day and I'm just, I look around, I slept in a warm house, I ate food, my family's healthy, the rest is bullshit and noise. That's exactly how I live my life and that's how I'm running. So now I'm focused, I'm feeling accomplished, I'm feeling eager and I'm determined as hell, right? And I'm not trying to build a business to make a bazillion dollars 
to get rich as hell and, and buy all this fancy bullshit, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. That's not my style, man. I still got t-shirts I've had for 10 years. You know why? Because I like the t-shirt, man. You know what I mean? So, but looking back, the the thing that changed was me. It's always going to be me, right? It's it's how I adjust and redirect fire. It's how I take off and run with the day. It's how I sit down at the end of the day and make sure tomorrow is going to be a better day for my team. The planning, you know, I'm a project manager by trade before I started my business. So if I look back at last year, I was just unsure of myself when I really, when it boils down to it. I was unsure of what kind of leader I could be. I was unsure of what kind of um, person I could be for my team. But really, I just stopped and I took inventory. You know, and I don't know if you guys know, I'm sure you guys all know if Dave Goggins, right? That Can't Hurt Me book that he came out with. A lot of people have read it. I've listened to that thing like five times, man. You know, and it's like almost like when you read the Bible, it's kind of like you get a different message every time I listen to that book. So if I have to boil down 2021 to 2022, I changed my perspective, my mindset, and I stopped listening to all the negativity that tells me I can't be a good husband. I can't be a good patriot. I can't be a good business owner. And I said, you know what? Fuck all that. I can because you know why? Because the circle that I've created that's smaller than I've ever needed it to be in my life is more powerful than having a hundred friends around that really don't really care, right? So that to me in a nutshell is 2021 to 2022 and I'm ready to dominate the day, get after it in 2023. Man, we're all freaking pumped right here. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not going after that. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no fuck that yeah you are your next rap <laughs> <laughs> so my mine's actually pretty easy uh i would say if i look back at the previous year to this year i would just simply say last year this time i was undisciplined and what i mean by that is i ebbed and flowed right there was moments there was months where i was just fucking getting after it crushing it doing all the things that i say i was going to do and then there was weeks if not months where i was doing the complete opposite right keeping up the facade that I'm still doing these things. But when I'm looking back at the mirror, I'm like, nope, you're actually not doing any of those things. This year, I've, I've made a concerted effort to keep myself accountable and actually do the things that I say that I'm going to do. Because honestly, by definition, I think, and again, I'm not trying to be a misogynist or whatever, but I think men by definition should be that person that keeps his word right because if you if you if you've ever met a man and he just he's constantly lying or he says one thing but does something else it really let's be honest man you're like dude you're a beta i don't want to be around you like there's there's nothing that i'm going to learn standing next to you right i want to be with men that i look up to that i know that are going to help lift me and drag me across right not people that are not men that are kind of like you know just creating more drama and, and bringing that kind of negative attitude but anyways i I would say that it's really that simple for me. I went last year, I, I, if I look back collectively over the span of the year, I think I was undisciplined. And I think this year, I mean, just consistently, you know, keeping my word again, kind of like you said, fuck everything else. I'm keeping my word to myself. And when I do that, I'm a better um, everything. I'm a better friend. I'm a better husband. I'm a, I'm a better father. I'm just, I'm better. There's so much more utility to me as a person, to my community and the people that are around me. But it starts with you. You have to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. And it's tough to do, man. It's not easy to do. You know, when you look in, Dude. You look in the mirror every day, man. Oh, you feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, but and, that's, and it should. It really should. If you set yourself up for goals and you don't create a path to get to those goals, 
yeah, man, you should feel like an asshole if you're not running through them. Well, the stuff, if, if, if you have the old jump in now, the, when I was sitting and thinking about this episode, I was, you know, where was I? And I was like, no, 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 everything was good, you know? But then I'm like, the key words that I'm thinking about them were that I was a bit impatient. I was driven and I was timeline focused. And I was, I think, a little bit too much detail and not enough big picture. And this year I'm feeling more patient. I'm feeling more kind, more measured. Uh, one of the key words that came up for me was loving. Like my family life feels like there's been some breakthroughs with the kids and my wife and I feel like our relationship's reached a new level again as well of just like it's calmer. It's not as frantic as it was last year. You know, like we've we've had some setbacks with, um, you know, this global inflation and interest rates and all that sort of stuff. We're trying to build a house in uh back in Australia and the, you know, the construction costs went through the roof and it was it's like things all just stalled out and I felt frustrated. And it's just been this year I've been making lemonade, you know, like I really sat over the weekend in anticipation of this and just sort of thought about going into that 30,000 foot view of like, what are we doing? Cause in your day, you can really be like, I got to get this one thing done and I got to get this next thing done and just stuck in the detail. And when you pull back, you can be like, hang on a second. What have we really been dealing with here, and what have, what have, where have we gotten to? And it's like when you look at it over like a couple of year viewpoint, it's you can get your perspective totally back. Like no, 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 we've been making really great progress here. You know, like these important goals, like you've been talking about, Jeff. Like what are my goals? Rather than importing all this BS from the noise that's flown past on social media from other people's goals, like what's important yeah. to me? You know, like who am I doing this for? What? And as Raf was saying, that archetype. Like, what's the kind of man, what's the kind of father and husband that I aspire to be? And am I am I moving towards that? And don't worry about this day-to-day noise and trivia and the phone ringing and the message from the boss and that sort of stuff. Like, big picture, where are you and where are you going? And that's been like the the change for me, from feeling frantic to being a bit more measured, feeling like I've got to get maybe stretched, but, you know, enjoying the, the view a bit more maybe. You know, it's crazy when you say the word stretched, when you stretch a rubber band right? It stresses and continues to stretch, but it can either break it or it can make it stronger. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You're adding, you're adding energy in a, in a system if it's got the, the capacity for it. Right. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point, Jeff. You know, you said something that, that stood out to me when you said, you know, you were focused more on the details and not enough on the big picture. You know, when you're so laser focused, sometimes it can be the enemy because you you lose sight of the things that are around you and oftentimes that that's the opportunities right so i'm i'm a laser focused detail oriented type guy right as a project manager the success is in the details for me right but i've learned over the last couple of years i have a buddy that always says done is better than perfect and it kind of eats at my soul when i hear that because i'm like fuck no that's wrong no that's not right at all <laughs> But as I'm learning and growing, I'm like, man, there's some merit to that, right? Because when you're so laser focused that you're just head down, you know, your side alignment, side picture, the only thing you're looking at is that thing down the down range. I mean, you're missing all kinds of shit that's flying by you. And that's people, that's relationships, that's opportunities. So yeah, man, I think that's a great point to move into 2023 with is maybe 
still pay attention to the details, but also look at the big picture because the big picture is the roadmap of where you're going, right? When you're driving down the road, you're not just looking at the steering wheel. So that's a great point, right? I, 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 I like that, Melody. Good. Well, another one for me is like, I think, I think 12 months ago, I was feeling a bit more comfortable as well. Whereas I've been having that thought around, you know, the old circle of comfort where we all like to be, where everything's great and, you know, happy there with your warm cup of coffee and your favorite sport on or whatever. And you got that circle of comfort, but then quite a long way away from that, it's like a star way outside that circle. And it's like, that's where great things happen. Yeah. And you will never become this person that we've been talking about, like the challenges that God gives you because he loves you and he wants you to become a great person are never going to occur inside that circle. And it's like, just embrace those challenges when they come and having that mentality of, you know, this is happening for me rather than this is happening to me. Yeah. And who can I be, who can I become as I deal with this next challenge, you know? And it's just been like reframing it, like being confident by looking back at, you know, previous goals and previous victories. I mean, like, no, 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 I've got the capacity to deal with this. I've just got to get on with it. And it's a framework I've got to get my mind into. And it's get out after this challenge and enjoy it. And don't be like, I wish I was in my comfort circle. Yeah, change comes in uncomfortable situations, right? Yeah. So one thing I'd like to, you know, I'm sitting here writing notes and I'm listening to you guys. I'm learning too, is, uh, you know, you guys talked about, you know, the, the front side focus target, the five meter target versus the big picture. Right. And I always like to try to like correlate military stuff to civilian life because we're all military here and we can all take some lessons learned from the military and then bring it over into our, our normal civilian lives. Right. Uh, so if you think about it, you know, you go into a mission or there's combat, whatever, there's a strategy there's, or, or a big picture end state. Okay. So at the end of the day, or at the end of this conflict or war, this is the end state that, that we want. And when we go out on these missions, they're very, uh, they could be very small, right? So in Afghanistan, you're going out to hit a house and there's four bad guys in there or whatever. It's a very small little shit house, but overall, what is it? What is it at the end of the day? It's an action or taking a step on that path to achieve that end state in the big picture. Um, but what can happen and kind of what we're talking about sometimes too is not being so focused on just that small little step or that target because the strategy, the environment, the, the, the whole overall big picture can drastically change. And if we ignore it, the next step that we just are selfish about and we continue to do like, nope, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. I don't care about the big picture. We'll end up in, in the end fucking ourselves and fucking up the whole end state. Right. And what, you know, it could be like, hey, we're getting ready to breach the door, the explosives on the door that we're stacked outside the door and the train's ready to go or amped up. And then you get the call on the radio of like, hey, stand down, do not assault the target. Something just drastically changed. At that point, it's either like, fuck you, we're still going and we're going to blow the door and then ruin absolutely everything. Uh, or, hey, have the discipline to understand this isn't about us. This isn't about my selfish needs and what I want. I need to take the charge off. We're backing off target and we're leaving because something changed. Right. And we have to look at that in our, in our regular life too. You know, whatever we think that we want is like, oh yeah, well, this is just the way it's going to work out. You know, six months from now, oh yeah, this is all going to be perfect. And how I planned it is how it's going to go. No, that's not realistic because man, look at all the shit that can happen. People die. People have kids. 
people lose their jobs, uh, relationships fail, uh, th- lightning strikes, literally, you know, <laughs> like so many variables in there. And if we're not taking an assessment and matching up the end state with the small actions and correlating all that in between and, and reassessing and planning, which is basically what we're doing. Like, are you really ever going to get to the end state or get to where you want to go? And I think that's so important to, to look at both a- assets and be balanced. Um, jumping into a couple of mine, you know, right off of that, you know, looking at myself a year ago, uh, a couple of words I wrote down, I was very hopeful. I knew that I was still climbing out of a pit that I was in. Uh, I knew I was a lot higher than where I started, but I knew I was still climbing. Uh, I expected quick actions with quick results. I was I was getting to that really confident phase where I was like, I can crush anything. And like whatever I put my effort into, it's just going to happen. And I was kind of expecting that from not just myself, but from other people sometimes. And I was conscious of it, but I was like, well, this is better than just being a shit bag or just being in this hole. So I will say that about myself. Uh, I was hung up on the past. I was still struggling to let go of my past and who I used to be or what used to happen to me or whatever. I was still hung up on it. And I, 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 I knew it, you know, it was like this 5% just hanging around and it was just always weighing on me in the back of my mind. Like it followed me to bed. It followed me to work. It followed me everywhere. And I was like, God damn, just leave me alone. Um, <laughs> and, and along with RAF too, uh, undisciplined, inconsistent, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to hear for a guy with my job or whatever, but it was, it was hard to maintain a steady workout. Uh, and I was also dealing with like an injury uh, that I still was dealing with this year that I went physical therapy and it's hard to stay consistent uh, when you're injured, when you're, when you're dealing with that. And then just staying along, keeping up with life is, is hard to stay consistent because right? so much, sometimes you just feel like you go in on Monday and the whole world falls on your shoulders and it's just like, God damn, like today's one of those days. So, and, and then I was, I was honestly more worried about, nah, not completely, but I, I thought about me a lot and not that that's a bad thing, but again, I didn't, I don't think I had the balance where it was like, okay, this is about me versus other people. Now, when I fast forward to the current, uh, some of my words are, I'm, I'm very confident now. I know I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. I've realigned my actions. And it's one of those things where somebody could walk up, give me the bird in my face and call me the worst person in the world. I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Well, anyways, I I need to go back to doing what I was doing. Like, I'm not going to get spun up and emotional because I know I put in the work and I know who I am and my character and my values. Uh, And that's just reinforced. So it's like talking to a wall when when somebody wants to try to spin me up because it's like you literally have nothing against me and you don't know the data. You don't know my life. You don't know what I've I've done. Right. Um, I'm very reassured uh, about what I'm doing because I've seen the ripple effects come back to me. So I know that the actions that I'm putting out, I've seen the response professionally, personally, in my relationships and my friendships, all that stuff. It's coming back and I'm seeing it and I acknowledge it. I'm like, ah, look, there it is. It came back. I did a good thing and I'm patient. Ah, look, there it is. It came back. So that reassures me that I'm doing the right things. Uh, I'm more present now and I'm not worrying about the past. 
Uh, I make it a point to be present. I try, uh, you know, when I'm playing, you know, when I'm with my, my girlfriend or a daughter, like I try not to be on my phone. I want to be present with, with her. She's, she's five, almost six. So like we sat down over Thanksgiving and we were making, I was showing her how to make snowflakes out of paper and scissors and doing school. So she likes playing school. And she's like telling me to like draw a Christmas tree and all that. And I wasn't on my phone. I was present. I was asking her questions and, you know, all these different things. And it's, and it's such a better place. Uh, but I'm also living in the present and planning my future. And I saw a quote uh, that I really, really liked, and it, it has a lot of truth to it. But it, it says the best way to predict your future is to create it. Right. And yeah, there's right. nothing and there's nothing wrong with praying. Uh, I pray. I, I, you know, I have conversations with God like geez, probably daily. But we also have the the freedom of decision making uh, that that he gave to us, and you can't just sit back and expect to be handed a golden nugget, you know, just because you showed up. It's like, no, man, you gotta you gotta map it out. You gotta put in the effort, and you you gotta create the future that you want. If that means cutting bad things out of your life, toxic things, toxic people, toxic habits, uh, then you gotta do it. Like that's up to you. Nobody else is isn't gonna do it for you, and and you need to make those decisions. Uh, and then I've become consistent. So I got the physical therapy I needed, uh, you know, workout wise, and I've just, uh, reinforced my, my actions every day. When I wake up, I've been getting up earlier and I know that's a big conversation between all three of us and Nick Grossi that came on he's like, dude, get up earlier. And so I've been getting up earlier, starting my day okay. off better and it's been good. And, uh, honestly, over the last year, now that I've seen like all this stuff and Jeff has shared, it's just grateful, gratefulness and waking up every day, sitting here, having a coffee, looking at some trees blowing in the wind, watching some birds, looking at the sunset, the sunrise, uh, all the basic little things, man. And I, I know Raph and I talked about being thankful on last week's episode, but uh, just starting your day out with gratefulness and what you have, it just starts your day off in such a better mindset and how blessed you are with regardless of what you have. If you woke up today, and we always say it, if you woke up today, it's a good day. And there's no, there's no, yeah, th th there's opportunity. You have another chance. It's like hitting the reset button every time you wake up. No matter what happened yesterday, it's gone. Acknowledge it. Okay, yeah, yesterday sucked. But man, today could be a really, really good day. So that, that, those are kind of mine. That's that's my journey over the last year. Go ahead, Melon. I feel like a I feel like a key thing for all of us here is that there's been I think uh it was Jeff who said like reassessing and redirecting fire. There's been a, a, a period we also talked about it with visiting Arlington of just taking stock and taking that time to review is hugely beneficial to see what has been working, what hasn't been working, and then getting a plan going again. And we know that there's gonna be disruption and there's going to be stuff in there that you can't control, but having the plan for the future causes you to be a better person. The present, I think, gets you gets you out, gets you outside that circle, getting after the great things in life, and builds you character and resilience and stuff to deal with those inevitable stuff that's going to come. And one one of the things that uh, I heard you saying there, Mike, was something my mum, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. McFadden, Nana Chris. She always says, "Is uh, God helps those who help themselves." You know, so you wow. have all the great intentions and reflect and have all that stuff, and you, you got to get out there and get after it. You know what I mean? Don't sit there waiting for for anything. 
you got to put the work in, man. That's for sure. Because to me, I mean, there's there's some really fucking good golden nuggets out of this conversation, man. It's just some sticky notes that I'm laying around my desk, man. This is, you know, the desire to learn from others, man. I think is 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 huge. You know, the moment you, I'll put it to you this way: the moment I stopped thinking about. I know it all, or I think I might know it all, and I shut my mouth and I open my ears, my life has changed, man. It, it's insane. So um, I took a few words here, and I just want to share this with you, right? Because I took four words from all of us. When we're unsure, fall, fall back on our confidence, right? If we're selfish, be more selfless and think of others. If we're undisciplined, Go back and hold yourself accountable. If we're impatient, go back to focus. Those are the kind of the four words, the verses, you know, 2021 to 2022. Those are the four words that I took away from this whole conversation that I'm going to stick up on my freaking, my accountability wall. And I'm going to put it right up there, man. But that, this, man, this is, this is some good shit, folks. <laughs> <laughs> So it's so there's a million ways of saying this, and I feel like we've all kind of, you know, paraphrased it in our own way. But um, and I think Nick Grassi was the one that brought it up. But I it was a book that I've also read, and I think Malin, you might have read it. It's called Atomic oh, Habits by book. James Cleary. You guys familiar? And he he talks about how people don't raise to their they don't rise to their expectations. You fall to your to your discipline or your daily habits, right? Like you can sit there and have these this grandiose image of like, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. But the truth is you're not. You're fucking it away, Raph. It's going to fall to whatever your, your habits are and whatever you established with your discipline and your, your you know, uh, what, what you do every day. So unless you change those habits and you change that system, you're not going to rise to shit. Yeah, it's, it's almost, it's almost like what, what you did. What you do sometimes might, is more important. It might have something to do with the fact that there's like seven feet of snow outside the house. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. What, what I was picking up out of what you said there, Raph, was that maybe sometimes the feeling you have inside is less important than the things you do. And having structure and a routine and you're like, right, I'm going to get up at this time. I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make these calls. I'm going to you know, talk to my mom or whatever it is. That doing those things, not you're not necessarily always going to feel on top of the world. You know, you're not always going to be like, yeah, I can't wait to get to the gym or can't wait to, you know, get on the phone. But just d the simple act of having those things in your day and just working through it. And some days it's a grind, but you sort of get momentum. Like I felt when you were talking, Mike, about your back injury, you know, like this year I've dealt with a, a knee injury and had to have knee surgery for the first time. And it's been like a major disruption to just my physical well-being and like that's been part of like having to take a pause yeah you know and find my momentum again and so i was like man just before this call i was like i'm gonna race to the gym to get a quick workout in just because i want to be hitting it a couple of times a week minimum you know like three to four is sort of what my goal is and even when you're not feeling it it's only a few days later maybe a week later you start to get that momentum and the the, the feeling follows the action in some way mm. Yeah, di discipline will always trump motivation every day of the week, every day of the week. And it's tough to stay disciplined, man, as, uh, you know, we've all talked about life and the things that pull us in 100 different directions. My, my kind of 
cliche saying to that is we call it around here in the Skinner household, the structured chaos of life, right? As structured as it may be, man, it's just chaos. You know what I mean? And the, the best you can do with it is adapt and overcome to it. You know, there's the, the what is it? You have a plan until you get punched in the mouth, the old Mike Tyson saying or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Um, every battle plan has a plan until battle starts. The whole fucking pick a cliche, you know what it means? But the structured chaos of life, man. But it all goes back to what Raph was saying, man. And this is what's benefited me was the mindset shift, a complete mindset shift. Um, you know, time we've talked about. I did an exercise last year where I, I documented my life for, I don't know, maybe six months, seven months, in literally 30-minute increments, right? And I can I can share this spreadsheet with you guys as well. Just give me some emails. But I'm telling you, man, like, when you actually stop and take an inventory of your life, I mean, the fucking video games, the eating out, the, the gym time, the work time, production... Like, dude, if you literally inventory your life for six months, I mean, I I went a little extreme with it. I think you need 90 days, but I saw production and bullshit time go from way more bullshit and not, not enough production to that shift, that swing. And at the end of the day, I'm so intentional with my time now. If it doesn't make it on my calendar, it doesn't exist, right? If someone calls me and says, hey, we need to get together, got to check my calendar, right? So... It, the the time is a very big aspect of all these words, right? Because if you don't put the time in to make the adjustment on each of the words that you come up with, and we challenge you from the podcast standpoint to write your own five words down, write it down and, and take inventory of yourself. Because when you don't take the time to put an action in plan and then put the action to work, none of this shit means anything anyways. You're just listening to a podcast just to listen to a podcast. So put some work in, man. Do some work, put the words down on paper and make an action plan. we're all stoked by the way we're like yes we want jeff jeff's coming on again for sure 100 percent. i love the it man I, you know the, I love the it. energy's I love awesome it. jeff the energy's awesome and it and it's it's 100 true as well you know like a, a the the difference between a dream and a goal is that you got a deadline attached to it you know like this is is either going to exist or not exist i will have done this or not have done this by this time and then you can have these things a, a lot of the Stuff that's been coming up here has got a lot to do with your integrity. Absolutely. You know, like, that you yourself, like that's discipline, right? And you're keeping it to other people and that's going out and working with your teams and your family and your community. And if 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 you know that you're the kind of person who has delivered in the past, you can have you can have faith and trust yourself when you make a commitment. Whereas you know the people who like and we've all probably been there at different times when you're like, yeah, yeah. And you commit to doing something. You've given your word to something. You're like, I have no intention of doing that. <laughs> you're like, you know, they, they can't even trust themselves to carry out a goal. And you're like, and that can be all of us. And when we are putting a premium on our commitments, you know, you're checking your calendar before you say yes. You know, you've got, you've got your word, their intentionality with your time. You, you're able then to be your word. You know, like we're all raised, probably our fathers always talked about, you know, being a man of your word. And there's a reason why that has been something that's been passed down through the generations. You know, so finding that integrity and having that intentionality in your commitments at the point of commitment and having a real clear uh, goal, like hierarchy, what's important here and what am I committed to before you commit, I think is a real key part of everything we've been saying. That's huge. That's the uh, that's the part you know I, I was speaking on about being 
uh, confident within yourself, within the actions that you do. And, you know, I've been blessed to have lots of opportunities with, you know, friends in my life that have come to me with problems, uh, you know, like, like Adam, you know, that we had on and everything and talking about mental health and and suicide, you know, and uh, it, it, it was a really great feeling that I was able to be the man that he needed me to be in that moment uh, to, to help him, you know, and like when you walk away from that later on, it takes you a little time to process but it's just like, man, I'm really proud of myself that I was able to, that I put work in to be able to be that for him to change his life, you know, and, and that can be a daily thing, you know, with just being uh, a partner, a, a friend, a teammate, a coworker, like whatever. It's just like, what can you do in that moment? Uh, and who do you want to be for that person when they need you the most? And it's, and it's prideful, you know, like I said, there, there's no superheroes in the world. Like they, they just don't exist. The closest I think you can get to is the people that keep their word that are stand up people and you can always depend on like that's the real superpower. And it's not easy to maintain. Right. It's just like there's always a kryptonite that's trying to break you down. That's trying to take your power away, you know, whatever. But like when you think about it, the best people that you probably can think of in your life are the people that are just stand up people. And you're like, that is a solid freaking person right there, man. And then you can list out all these power words about them. And it's just like, that's a superhero. You know, that's the, ri- that that's the closest you can possibly get. You know, that, that's a great thing. I think, I think we all, I think we all have one of those. If we think about it, you know, um, like a mentor, like the power of a mentor in your life is invaluable, right? I'm 41. I didn't get a mentor until I was 38, 39. Imagine the work that we put in as men, today and mentor just one person imagine the change that can happen if everyone had that mindset if i want to be a good human so i can help somebody else out that changes the world man and you just need to say hi sometimes to people to change their whole day so i think all of you guys on this show are superheroes within yourself because of what you guys are doing right now Man, you don't know how far your reach goes. You know what I mean? Like, look where I'm sitting today because I met Mike a year ago on a trip in Arlington. And we're sitting here on all parts of the globe with the same synergy, with the same mindset, trying to make the world a better place, trying to be better men today than we were yesterday. That in itself is Superman. I just just love that, Jeff. Just use synergy. If I can use that in a sentence. Boom. How do you spell yeah, that, Raph? It's amazing. How do you spell, how do you spell it? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, don't get crazy. I, I, I mean, I we're think not trying to spell words here. No, I think it's, uh, it's, it. I think the the root word is puto, and then like there's an ig <laughs> at the end of it. Puto? Is that what he said? <laughs> <laughs> we're all putos here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong. It was lost. It was yeah. lost in translation. <laughs> Well, I think there's some uh, rock solid gold that has come from this conversation here with some, some key stuff. I mean, the whole just being told to sit and think, what were your power words 12 months ago? Like trying to put a bit of a spin on where were you with a bit of honest assessment and then think about where you are now. And, you know, if you're working your way forward and you're making progress, that's going to be the most motivating thing in the world. Like nothing motivates more than results. And as Jeff said, discipline trumps motivation every time and sometimes you just got to grind it out and you just got to 
put in practice being a person of your word, being a man of your word and prioritizing that as like a, a serious thing in the world. And it, as, as Mike said, it's difficult. It's difficult to maintain that discipline in your personal life and your commitments. But uh, I mean, we're hearing some stuff in here about discipline and going from frustrated to grateful, going from unsure to eager, determined and focused, ill discipline to consistent. I mean, I'm hoping that for all you out there, you can respond to Jeff's challenge and, and get your get your power words down and get some goals written and uh, generate a pathway there to get yourself moving forward. Is there anything you wanted to leave our listeners with, Jeff? Did you, did you want to leave any places where people could get in contact with you perhaps if they wanted to on the on the socials at all? Or is there any final thoughts you had that you, you wanted to get out that you haven't gotten out yet? Uh, I mean, man, you know, just thank you guys, really. I mean, I'm grateful that I met Mike. You know, I, I came away from that uh, Arlington trip with a couple of buddies I still stay in touch with, and they're great men. I'm just grateful to, you know, be here and, and share a little part of my life, man. I'm a young guy, you know, like Melon looks old as hell, so I'm sure he's got a lot more stories than me. But, <laughs> but no, man, I'm grateful, man. You know, it's like when you when you meet men in your life, that can help you raise the bar that can call you on your bullshit. I mean, that that's the men I want in my life. I, I don't want people who are going to sugarcoat it for me. I'm not a sugarcoater. I'm a straightforward. And some people call me an asshole, but I think, you know, my post yesterday for my dominate the day post was, I think people mistake focus for arrogance. Right. And I'm so focused right now that I think a lot of people think I'm just a complete asshole, but it's really not, man. I just don't have time for the bullshit. I want to be around men who are going to call me on my shit, tell me I'm doing wrong, help me fix those issues and be a better man. So really at the end of the day, leave you with this. Thank you guys for having me on. And for the listeners, if you don't have a plan, get a mentor, let that mentor help you create a plan because no one wins on a team without the team. That's it, man. I think that's the mic drop. Jeff, thanks very much for joining us and, for sharing your wisdom out with our, our listeners. I'm sure people are just going to be taking notes and getting gold out of this. And uh, for everyone out there, thanks for stopping and spending the time with us. We know how precious time is. That's been our main focus in this uh, podcast. And we really appreciate you guys genuinely for stopping by and listening. And uh, we, we love all the feedback. So until next week, take care.